And we are back. Couch Company Podcast. I'm John. With me as always, Tyler. Hey, I'm here. He's trying to mess me up. No. Yeah, you are. Yeah, see? The, the audience doesn't know. Yeah, you're just... Playing with faders. It's just for me. Yeah, he's, he's pumping the volume. Anyways... You freezing with this cold open? Huh? Cold open? This is what a cold open is, right? Yeah, what defines a cold open? It's just like an independent sketch. Yeah, before going into the real thing. Before this going, isn't a cold open because we did the whole intro. We should have been saying. like, Haha, could you imagine? And then the music comes in. I always just think of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They're like the kings of cold opens. Uh, better than The Office? Yes. Consistently, I think. I think yes. yes. But I think like peak office cold opens, probably better. Because like has a couple. The fire drill one, still one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in my life. Is the fire drill... It's like overplayed now, but dude, at the time, it was so funny. But is it a cold open when it's like... Well, I guess it's anything before the credits, maybe, is a cold open. Yeah, so that's what I was asking. Is it independent, like not related to the plot? Because that's but the fire point. drill is related to it's the plot. It's the whole point of the plot. Yeah. Kind of. That's when Dwight gets in trouble. He goes to New York. But isn't it ultimately not really about that? It's just like the first... I could be I could be wrong. That's not when Ryan started the fire. No, no, no. Um, well, then that's separate. Okay. Well, then yeah, that's it's season cold, one. I think cold open. I don't know. I don't either. Brooklyn Nine Nine's cold opens are so funny though. They are. Yeah, they're more consistent. Just I chuckle every time. Yeah, it's a good show. I mean, top five probably. So we're watching Suits, which is a good segue. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of them. But I texted you, and I was like, dude. I, I don't remember giving you that recommendation, but apparently I did. Multiple times. I Dude, it was one of my... So, like, when I was a youngin', I... Back when, like, there were, like, you know, TV stations. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch, like, USA, <laughs> and that would be, like, White Collar and Suits. Mm-hmm. And there were, like, some other shows on there that were really good that I liked. And, yeah, I loved Suits. That was one of my favorite shows, but... But the series falls off hard, though. Oh, does it? Oh, big time. No. Yeah. When? Um, season four, five, something. Oh, I don't even know. There's so many seasons. Yeah, I think it's like six or seven seasons. Yeah. Seasons, and it like it never. Sorry, recovers. I just spoil it. Um, I haven't watched the whole thing. Wow, that's it's a, just like those early, those first like four seasons, man. That was like it's always four, man. It's always it's Mike like and a, Harvey. Yeah. As long as it's Mike and Harvey, we're good. Okay, well, don't spoil it. That's what I'll else, say. But, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's so good. But I texted you and I was like, hey, you should watch Suits. I'm trying to get everyone to watch it. It's such a great show. And then you're like, you, I was confused at first. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, what? And then I because for, I forgot I recommended it. To well, you. We sat down and we were like, all right, what are we going to watch? Because yeah. we're, we're out of house. Yeah. We, we did all of house, which also does fall off. Uh, every show falls off. More house or less. falls off? Yeah, it, it house tries was weird. to do some stuff, and then it just gets too... It's too long. Back-to-back house for, like, multiple episodes, multiple seasons in a row is too much. You ever, like... House was one of those shows where, like, again, back in, like, the TV days, mm-hmm. when there would be, like, just an episode on on TV, you couldn't pick which episode. Yeah. It was one of those shows that consumed just, like, random episodes, which I think that show is how you have to watch that one. In the beginning, yeah, absolutely. Where it's just like you, you, it's on TV and you're watching it and there's no like overarching story. It's just its own thing. Yeah. 
because I think that's perfect for that show. Well, House is a good example where I was always, I always liked the idea of House because it was like, okay, like they're self-contained episodes. He's just this like gruff, jerky doctor. Yeah. Sarcastic. Yeah. Hugh Laurie is just awesome. Great. And he, he does this thing, figures out some crazy disease, the end. And right. that was it. And I always thought that I stopped liking House whenever they started doing these like overarching plots and try to get a little bit kind of like into like Grey's Anatomy or like these other like the the diseases and the diagnoses like became like a background to the character's stories. Right. And I always thought I didn't like that. But then going back and rewatching stuff, now it's like, man, this is like I want to say boring maybe it's boring just because i've seen them so many times that it's just like the in the first couple seasons i'm just like man i, I wish there was more substance and i don't know if that's just how tv evolved i think that's how you're consuming it i really do think that if you're just watching it on tv and you got to think back in the day that's how it was probably designed mm -hmm. right it was much more like if oh, i think it's something like friends right friends self-contained episode of course there's the overarching plots that yeah. and as it goes on, I think it's it becomes more prevalent. But like initially, it's very self-contained. Like you said, I would come home from school and I'd like watch Friends, yeah, and like King of Queens or something it was on TBS, dude. <laughs> and it was like it was just a funny episode and like it was good. And that's how I consumed those shows for a while until later down the line when I watched all of Friends and I was like connected the dots and like oh yeah, this is the whole Ross Rachel thing. Whatever. I don't know. So it's yeah, like some callbacks you know I mean? and stuff, yeah. But I guess it's a little different because if you're watching it live, so like when Friends was coming out, that's different because you're like waiting for the next episodes, right? Yeah, like you need to see how certain things go So I think like it it makes sense because like initially you're like self contained episodes and stories, and then once you get the audience and they're like waiting on those next episodes, I think you can see a natural transition into more character driven more soap opera soap opera yeah. longer arcs yeah you know build that anticipation type yeah. of thing i think that makes sense yeah yeah well, house is great though i like house it, it was awesome it's just like it was it was too much too fast and so anyway we were we were looking at stuff and we were like all right well what are we gonna watch and it was like well I, you know chelsea fell asleep to wheel of time doesn't want to rewatch episodes and, and different things like that i think wheel of time has a very strong opening and yeah i was like hooked on it right um but she wasn't really new, right it. Uh, they're in season two. Yeah. Newish. Okay. Um, I'm doing Ahsoka by myself, so she wasn't into that. Uh, Good Omen, she didn't really care too much about. So it's like, there are a lot of these shows that are like these heavy, episodic, like you have to watch, like Game of Thrones-esque type things where you just right. start and, and watch the entire thing. Yeah. And Suits was just randomly on one of like the For You on Netflix. And I was just like, we're watching this. And I just clicked on it. And it was just like, Cool. And it was exactly what I wanted. And like, that's the thing is you can binge three, four episodes of that like throughout the day. And it's like nothing. It's fine. It's just, it's fun and witty and just whatever. And I, I the thing that I don't, I'm not connecting with as much is I really like white collar. Yeah. And suits is good. I like all the characters. Some of the stuff actually makes you like kind of like laugh out loud or whatever. Yeah. But I don't feel that the characters are as likable as White Collar. No, White Collar's better. You think? It's a better show. Okay. I liked Suits more just because, like, I just connected with it more personally, but, like, objectively, yeah. White Collar is probably, like, a tighter show. 
better. But white collar gets a little soap opery. They have like they their, their overarching things, and that gets kind of old. Yeah, after a while. But it, so do suits. Well, uh, we haven't. We've oh, only watched maybe. Does. I mean, like five, any any USA like. show back in the day, like that's their MO. Psych. Or wait, was Psych USA? Psych. I might have been. Psych was good. You, Mr. Robot was on USA, and that was actually a really good show too. Yeah, I think that's on Plex. I'll need to check that out. I, I remember. I don't think I finished it, but I remember the first season was good or something. It was, that that was a weird show. That's a very different type of show, but that's with Remy Malek. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's like a hacker or something. Yeah, that was a good show. Um, I remember this one show too that was about like the whole show was about like sex. It was really weird. <laughs> I was digging it as a teenager though. It was like. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Is it one dude? It's like, like called Satisfactory or something. Man, I can't remember. But the premise was like this dude was like a big, big wig executive guy or something. Okay. Really good job. And then he just has a mental breakdown and quits his job. And this girl reaches out to him and he becomes like an um, escort. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but he's married and shit. It was weird, bro. It was so weird. It was so weird. It's like you're Mari and. Uh, but I was a teenager. I was Gary like, dude, Springer, this is awesome. Yeah. My yeah. mom did not like that. Too. I, uh, <laughs> I've been going, which I'm sure John's happy with, where I've been like just scrolling through Plex just to see like what's on there and, and yeah. different things like that. But, yeah. Uh, like finished Ahsoka. What a. I wish you watched. I, I'm out. I, I think I'm out on Star Wars. I really want to debate it, not debate it, but like talk through it. Like I was talking uh, through it with Calvin, yeah, uh, and just like we were like we we're going back and forth on on some stuff, and it, it was just like I want to vent, but at the same time, I enjoyed it, and I think it's one of the better ones. Yeah, but also like I wanted to throw my remote through the TV a couple times on on certain things, on really, like, like what they did on on certain Cause stuff because you're a book guy. No, it has nothing to do with that. I thought they they handled it well, but like Thrawn was never paid off. It's like it's literally just a setup to whatever. Did else he disagree doing. with you or? Uh no, I think we agreed on on a lot of pretty it. much everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to like vent and get it on the record. Not dude, just get like it on Snapchat, record, dude. You know? I, I no, I there's nothing I can really say because it's it it would just be me bitching about Ahsoka that you've never seen, and it's just like I think it's just. My overall impression of it, if we're going to like rate the show, yeah, is there's like three to there's maybe like three or four really good episodes, okay, out of eight, right? So let's say like half of it's really good and half of it is like filler or kind of boring or kind of like drawn out and and stuff like that. I think it needs to be longer. I think they should have done a bunch of stuff extra. I think the casting's really well uh, well done. I found out that the one guy, Balin, who's like a, he's not a Sith, but he's also not a Jedi. He's kind of like this gray Jedi, like he killed a lot of people type of thing. But like he was just like, I want power, and I think the Sith and Jedi are stupid. But he has a lightsaber yeah, like Revan, and does the Force right? and everything. Kind of. They're they're alluding to certain things like that. Like they're they're bringing in like the the three gods of the Force and all all I kinds don't of know stuff. That. Well, it was on Revan's my favorite, one of my favorite characters yeah. though, because he was like. A Jedi and a Sith, I think, at one point. And then he's like, I don't like either of them. There was a lot of, um, like, when I saw them, I immediately thought of, like, a Darth Bane type of thing who has, like, a like a female apprentice and, and everything. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be something. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it just, anyway, the, the guy that plays him died in real life before the show even started, which I did not know oh, wow. going into it. 
So at That's the sad. very end of the the finale, like you don't see him in the, the entire finale. Yeah. And you just see him standing on this, like you know the Lord of the Rings where they're like these two giant statues like pointing and stuff, like the two kings and they're like sure. rowing between them or whatever, like, yeah. like carved out of rock. Yeah. So he's standing on one of, that looks very much like sure. that. He's just standing there. And I'm like, man, what a powerful dude where he doesn't say a word, he doesn't do anything. He's literally just standing there with his cape blowing in the wind. And I remember looking at him just like, man, I cannot wait to see what they do with him. And then I found out he died. And I'm just like, I've, I was very upset, like, yeah. right after that. Man, that stinks. Yeah, because, like, it, nobody, everyone loves his character. And, like, he died before. What's his character's name? Balin. Balin? Yeah. And he's canon? Uh, I mean, yeah. Or is he a new his, character? A new character, Oh, he's yeah. a new, new yeah. character. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like just based on what I hear from the other TV shows that that's like a trend where it's like, there's a couple really memorable episodes, a couple really solid episodes. Like Kenobi seemed like that, right? Kenobi, you can get down in a two hour movie clearly because someone did it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to double check Disney plus. I don't know if that's on there yet, but uh, like a fan did it. They recut it. Yeah. Made a movie. And it was good. Added some extra scenes. Disney calls them up like John Favreau. It was like, Hey, we won't put this on Disney Plus. Not like cease and desist. It's oh, really? Yeah, he's that's like, not what oh, I expected. You, you did well. That's what. It, so he get paid a, for it. He made a TikTok. I would assume so. He made a TikTok. Oh, that's and, not and, usually like them. Usually they say yeah. "fuck you." Well, you can't do that with Star Wars. Like they're they're treading on such thin ice with yeah, you can with that prop. They can do that. I'm with sorry, Star Wars. you can. But what I'm saying is like if if somebody goes in that loves Star Wars so much, recuts it with all the love and care and everything. John Favreau and Dave Filoni cannot come down and strike down Star Wars fans because they're known as like the biggest fans that love Star Wars that will do anything, whatever. Um, and they, they apparently did right by the guy, according to his TikTok. Who knows? I haven't that's checked awesome. in on it in a while. But no, that's big. Like Nintendo would have would have put him in jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like without yeah. hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> they would have tried. A hundred percent, dude. They're the yeah. worst. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of the, the vibe I get from the TV shows. Like, there's some high points, there's low points, like a couple of solid episodes. That just seems to be what you're Thrawn, saying about all of them. I, and it's one of those things, like, I really want to start watching other people's reviews. Like, I don't really watch reviews of TV shows because I just find them, like, boring because usually the review is longer than the actual episode. <laughs> it's just like, a, yeah, there's a lot to cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, I need to start watching because it's like, am I just is my attention span so bad where it's just like, it seems like there were too many shots of just, I think I mentioned this before of just them like looking out into the distance for like an extended period of time. And it's like, dude, you could have cut that in half and saved yourself some seconds. Right. But it's just like right. Ahsoka just looking out and tilting your head and pondering and holding a thing and looking at it. Or like, I feel like, like on, similar, man. similar yeah. vibes. Also like, I don't understand because there will be times when, it's like, okay, Jedi, just swing your lightsaber around. We'll, we'll rough in all the blaster bolts. So they're just kind of like do, going through the motions and stuff like that. And, and this is all in the finale, which I think is uh, overall, I think it's a bad finale. It was a good episode, bad finale. Um, but it was like there were, you know, certain times when like they're all like swinging their lightsabers like ridiculously slowly. Like I was just like, how are you blocking any? Like, this is a laser bolt flying it's, at it's you, it's and you're just like Dark Souls. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but maybe they had the broadsword. But then the moment, the moment there's like a choreographed fight scene. Yeah, and they're just. It looks awesome. Episode three. Like it looks sick, and yeah. I was just like, man, like good for you. Yeah. And then it just goes right back to like. Uh, yeah. You can uh, tell uh, what's prepared, yeah. what's not. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Uh, um, dude, the choreography when it comes to Star Wars, man, it's so big. Yeah. It's so big, and you can tell, and that's like one of the biggest problems with the sequels. Mm-hmm. Is like. Just sl- I remember like there you know there's this one YouTube channel where it's like stunt actors and stuff where they like react to different movies mm-hmm. and it's it's super awesome I love videos like that where it's like experts reacting to things because you can just get obviously like an insider perspective and they can point out things that yeah probably corridor crew is who you're looking at right probably yeah. I I forget what the name is but it was just like these two guys and uh, they were just roasting episode eight dude they were yeah. just like the yeah. the throne scene with the uh, Snoke. And the red Which people guard. point to is like, oh, wasn't that cool? And it's like, no. Yeah, people were like, oh, that was awesome. It's like, dude, people were falling down in the background without getting touched. And yeah. they're pointing out all these things. And it's just hilarious. Like as, as stuntmen, yep. they just watch it and they're like, that was trash. And then they just <laughs> pull it apart. And it's like, I think it's difficult though. I mean, like you're talking about when it comes to like sword fighting, I think it's just really easy to yeah. pick apart that, that kind of... Yep. You know what I mean? I, I just think you're like, there's there's not a lot of room for error. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to see when, when things start breaking down. So I have a lot of respect for, for them doing it because I think it's a lot harder than people oh, give credit yeah, for. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. And so, like, how do you do a multi-fight thing? Because in all, like, it's one of those things, like, until you, like, I don't know how 10 dudes can't, and like, I don't even care if you only have like a vibroblade or whatever. Like, raise one person like yeah if they all just charged her at once one of them is yeah. gonna impale her like, it's it's i don't know if it's necessarily that because like in any action movie you're gonna have to right. suspend your disbelief right is that the phrase because like yeah. it's just it, like, look if it was real if it was realistic it wouldn't be cool yeah. right like any fight scene ever in any movie isn't 100 percent realistic because like normal fights just are like not that dramatic, yep. not that cool. I mean, they're dramatic, but I it's mean, like, even the Darth Maul different. fight, the Darth Maul fight with Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Yeah, it's like if you actually watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like they're waiting so, yeah. for it's no hundred like, percent. Oh, it's my turn. I'm, yes. Instead of both of us swiping high, I'll swipe low because your double bladed lightsaber only can cover one high and exactly, one low. Exactly. So we'll always exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or they both swipe high, he ducks, they kill each other. <laughs> Something right? Yeah. But no, it, it's like no, that's a hundred percent right, and. Like, can it be silly at times? Like in episode three when they're just like missing each other and they're just, <laughs> you remember that? I still it's love a, that scene. That's my favorite lightsaber it's, fight in the whole thing. Well, no, I'm talking that oh, particular they're where they're missing it around? because they're so... Well, it's just so funny to me. Yeah, but they're just, they're just showing off at that point. They're like... <laughs> yeah, but they're also like trying to like... It's like this rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, they're, sure. they're too in tune with each other type sure. of thing. Like, I liked what that stood for. It was fun. No, dude, that is my favorite fight i think in the whole i should series. show you the, the the finale of ahsoka where it's like it's it's not long it's yeah. very very short um but like the choreographed fight scene because it's it's literally like uh like sideways like you just the camera just pans with them and yeah and no just cuts. like fighting and stuff and yeah like, that had to have taken a lot of t- like that that's some pretty good like it's fast you were man. telling me the cinematography in this was really well done and so that's, yes okay. up until 
the finale. Well, I I should say the finale because I think it, episode five is really when people are like starting to notice like, man, these are really well framed. Like take just freeze frame it and like every one of those shots could be just a wallpaper yeah. or or a print or whatever. Sure. And that works really well for five, six, or I guess six, seven. I don't know, five, six, seven. Episode five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eight, this eighth one. There are some of it where it's like they're going for a pretty shot over what makes sense in the scene type Mm. of thing. So it's one of those like this is light spoilers of you know depending on where you are in the the season, but. It's like two characters meet each other finally, right? Right. And instead of like running and embracing or shooting the shot where they're close enough to just hug or do whatever, right? It's this awkward like, well, we set the shot up so like you have the ship in the middle and you have them and them. It's really cool like silhouette, but then like there's no interaction. He just like (laughs) it's like I guess I'll just walk over and. Then it just cuts because it's so because they're so far away, (laughs) and it's just like I don't understand why you couldn't do a. Wide shot and then close up. You could. It's right? just like they're the movement. It's just like they're so far away because the initial, like the establishing shot of how everything happens. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't seen the season finale, well, I don't look. I'm forward, not a c- cinematographer, so well, I, neither you know, am I. But I it's just know. like they they have a very specific thing where you always have like these like dramatic like very centered symmetrical shots, and it just didn't for whatever reason it, it didn't work a lot in okay. the in the um, finale and like they reused some shots where it was like really cool the first time and like, Oh, that was pretty sick the second time. But like by the third time and then the fourth time in the finale, it's like four the same shots. Like I, I see the shot. I get it or whatever. <laughs> I should say it's only, they only used it three times, but still okay. it's like giant. Say, anytime times. a, like a giant star destroyer is like planetary level. That it's thing been, is it's cool. That's sick. Yeah. But when you see it three times yeah. in the same frame and everything, and it's just like, mm, like it starts to get like, okay, there's just like a giant spire going into the the star destroyer. I'm like, huh, that looks like a like a dick going into, you know. There's just like now you start looking at <laughs> okay, weird well, things. Yeah, I, no, I know. I'm, I'm just saying it was um, really cool the first time. It was kind of cool the second time, and the third time you're looking at like, <laughs> it's funny, you know. Like I don't know. I, I'm being too harsh sure. on it, but it was good. Um, Rosario Donson, who does Ahsoka, I, I keep going back and forth if I like her and not cast in that role. But, right. Um, for someone who hasn't seen it, that's that's my two cents. The last thing I will say, I hate colored context. They should stop doing colored context. They should just stop doing it. I don't know what that is. So, like, you know how like people put context in it makes their eyes oh colored context colored context like they put. The I thought you said colored con context. No contacts. Like, so like. Like where it's like subtitles in color or something. Yeah, I was well, like, well it's like, oh, y- this this Twi'lek has uh, green eyes in the show, yeah. and the actress has like, I'm making this up, brown eyes. Yeah, ah, throw some green contacts in there, but it always makes your pupil because it's like it's green. Yeah, and it just gives you a tiny little hole to look through. Yeah, because everything's green. Right. So it always makes your uh, pupils look like it's like dilated. Yeah, but they're in like dark spaces, or and it always looks weird and bad and and i'd have it, to look at what you're looking at they do it I twice don't, i don't they, know exactly it just if the contact isn't on your eye and this is this is just me and my stupid brain but if it, <laughs> if it's not on your eye correctly like centered yeah because it's just like a little peephole where your pupil goes through uh 
sometimes your eyes look like you're looking in two different directions because mm. the pupil, like the black little dot on your eye. Doesn't line up. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like it's going straight. Sure. So there are some scenes that it's working, some scenes where it looks like you're, you have like this weird lazy eye <laughs> going in. Eyes. Yeah. And, and they have two characters that do that and it just annoys me because if you just, just give them their eyes, man. And it would, it feels less, and I know they're aliens, but it feels less alien and it feels more connected and stuff. But it just, it looks like you're cosplaying is really what it looks like. And I like Ooh. for a, a multi-million, billion dollar company, trillion dollar, billion dollar company. It's just like you, you would think you would have the art, like the, the budget yeah. to just go in and color correct that or just say, you know what? Screw it. She has brown eyes. She was the best actress for the role. Yeah, she doesn't no, have that, green eyes. That's you know? what they did for Harry Potter. Like that's all you need. Is he? Uh, he's supposed to have green eyes, I think. Yeah, like. But then they were like, uh, it should trump it. And they, yeah. do, to be fair though, they do Thrawn really, really well. And I don't know if he that's has red context. eyes, right? Well, it's red. Like it, he doesn't have any white, so it's like his his white. The whites of his eyes are like right. dark red, and he's then a, his irises, uh, chiss. Chiss. And his irises are like a brighter red. Right. And that looks really good. Dude, so you could be a chiss for Star Wars. I, know, I was. And you were for the dude, you picked the best story too. I did. Yep. That game, I've said this a thousand times. That game should have just been single player though. Yeah. So great. How cool would it be though if they had like eight different story stories? But it was just a single player game, so they could just flesh it out more, and it like that'd be great. It just was better. It'd be better awesome. Game. It'd be great if they all intersected too, where you could like, oh, that's a really cool interaction, and then you would want to like replay it just to see yeah, how you got yeah. to that point or whatever. Well, I've always wanted to do like the DLC stuff because everyone beat their individual stories, and I think they react to you mm-hmm. based on like your story. So if you have four unique, if you have one of each of the classes you're like all accounted for. Does that make sense? <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause I remember I played a little bit of like the one of them and I was like, I forget what it's called. I was like the emperor's right hand or something as the warrior mm-hmm. or whatever. And I went through this whole thing where I like, you know, got that title. So it was my whole arc. And then like the one dude is like shitting his pants. He's like addressed <laughs> me as it's super cool. So that's yeah. what I like, you know, Anyways, sorry, rabbit hole. No, I mean, that's... I love that, dude. It comes down to, switching to video game talk, it comes down (laughs) to recognizing your choices and pretty much, like, that's that's a big one for me. Choices matter. Choices matter. Choices don't even have to, like, really matter, matter, but, like, one line of dialogue, you know, confirming that, yes, you did, in fact, do this, and I'm scared of you, or you're really cool because you did this, or fuck you because you killed my buddy. Yeah, it's like that just goes a long way. It not to not to hop on Starfield, but Starfield did it in a I would argue rough way, where it's like I just want to pick this choice because it seems crazy. So they'll be like, "I'm making this up." Well, hey traveler, let me sell you something, you know? Yeah, and and like options would be like, "Yeah, show me your wares," or "Been here long," or "Shut up, I'm gonna." rob you and kill you or whatever. And if you're, I'm like, I just want to see what this is. Yeah. It's not my character. And it's like, I, I want to rob you and kill you. Ha <laughs> ha, you, you kidder. Here, I'll show you what I have. And it's like, they, oh, you know, that's what I mean. Like, they give you a lot of different options. Yeah. But like, yeah, you might get like some throwaway line of like, 
well, that's just silly response. And yeah. then, like, pick something else. There are a couple that are just so funny. Like, there's this one moment where this guard, I was in an area I wasn't supposed to be or something. This guard comes up, and he's like, hey, or no, it was, um, I was, like, undercover or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's like, hey, I heard to be on the lookout, and you match the description or something. And I'm like, no, you match the description. He's like, uh, no, you. And we go back and forth like yeah. that for like 10 minutes. Like, yep. swear to God, it was like 30 responses. I saw that, yeah. And it's like, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. So, like, I love things like that where they get super silly and stupid. Yeah. But there's not enough of that. And then, what else? I was going to say the persuasion, because I went persuasion. Yeah. That was like my first thing I maxed. Like, sucks. It was the worst in that game. Because you just have things that don't make sense. Did you ever fight the final dude? Or did you always just persuade him to always walk away? Always persuade him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I just, it's not because it was like... It was awesome. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I just... I didn't, Every time. I didn't want to fight. Like I was like, I just... Uh, I don't want a boss fight yeah. him. Dude, I'll always talk my way through a boss. That's what I loved about Baldur's Gate. There's mm-hmm. a ton of bosses. I probably shouldn't spoil this for you, but like, yeah. there, there are bosses you can just talk your way through. If you're good I, enough. And I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. So it's like, I don't think that's a bad thing at all that you can talk your way through. Oh, no, no, no. It's great. I'm just I saying. I just hate like, how it's like, because like every other Bethesda game was like, here's the persuade option. That's like a cool line right. or something. Yeah. Like a Paragon or Renegade option in Mass Effect, but you can only select it if you have the enough points. Yep. But they did it differently where it's like you can try and then you get all of these like canned, you know sayings that don't mm-hmm. even apply to it half the time yep you know what i mean yeah like you'll convince someone like something crazy like i don't know there was like this one thing where i was like talking down these bank robbers or something and i'm just saying these these lines that don't even make sense like yeah. well why don't you just go home and have a nice warm meal he's like yeah you know what that's a pretty good point yeah <laughs> it's like it's so stupid yep i don't know and there and it's like the same. Oh, you make a really good point. It's like just the same. It's the same line, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I don't know. How's uh? So I was reading some stuff about cyberpunk. Do you yeah. know how much money they put in to the the two point and the expansion? Five million. Higher. Ten million. Higher. Fifty million. Higher. Hundred. Higher. Bill. A <laughs> billion. For this, hundred twenty five million. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than I'm going to make. It's between, I think, so it was around $40 million to yeah. like fix the game. Yikes. And then it was, yeah, the rest of it was uh, like marketing and then doing the expansion and stuff. I was just reading that today. I That's that was crazy. Wild. Dude, it, it is. So I've been playing Cyberpunk. Good segue. That was a segue, yeah. Um, so I started, so I was looking up like what is the most optimal way to play? And what I mean by that is like to experience the DLC, should I start a new game? Can I just load up my character? What I read online is... People were suggesting, or I think they might have suggested, start a new game, get familiar with the 2.0 update, and then just play a new game and then go to the DLC, which is like... Weird. The developers of the game are like, hey, why don't you just replay our game? That would be cooler, Which is like, okay, I get it. But like, I am glad I did restart the game because there are a lot of new things. They've cleaned up a lot of aspects of the game. And granted, I really like Cyberpunk. Like, I gave it a pretty good score. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, although I was like on, on the fence about it. Cause like, you know, I was debating cause like, that's the thing I was thinking about. I'm going into a million different thoughts no, here, but it's it. like, if a game is poor, runs poorly on launch, but you don't experience it. 
do you give them a lower rating because you know it's a known problem, but you waited long enough where you didn't experience it yourself? Like, how do you... And that was what I was struggling with that, kind of with Jedi Survivor too, because by the time I picked it up and played it, it mostly ran pretty well. Well, both of them, I played launch day launch and, and hated it. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's so obviously that's you're not going to score high, but like well, for me, it was like me leveling you out a little bit. Yeah. I well, yeah. That's why you have two on the couch, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so the 2.0 updates like great they fixed a lot of things i think the game looks fantastic although it, it did look great before but you can tell a noticeable difference um at least i can so like before i don't think i was using ray tracing at all okay um or if i was no i don't think i was i definitely wasn't because you could yeah you could it, it wasn't optimized you needed enough. like a 3090 and like it, even then it's like maybe yeah. um so I, I don't think I was running ray tracing. Now I am on medium and I'm comfortably above 60 frames. I'm like in the 70-ish range and mm-hmm. it's pretty smooth. Like there are some areas where like it'll go down to 50, like depending on what you're doing, but largely it's running pretty nice. Um, it's a gorgeous game, especially coming off of Starfield, dude. It's like, dude, this is what a city looks like. Like you go from neon in Starfield, which is like the Night City equivalent, yeah. Which neon looks cool. I like neon. I like how it's like in the middle of the ocean and stuff, and it's cool aesthetic. But then you go to Cyberpunk, you're like, this is a city. Yep. Because that's the whole game, though. So it's like what we were talking about is you prioritize, you know, just dial it yeah. in a little bit, yep. and you can just pack so much more. So, But I don't know that, that Cyberpunk has the same environment detail as Starfield. So it's like it's objects? Weird. Yeah. Like, but that's what I was saying, dude. Yeah. I was I was thinking the same thing. Like a coffee cup in fucking Starfield. Yeah, it's the best looking coffee cup in the world, and it doesn't look bad in Cyberpunk. But coming out of Starfield, I, I was know like, dude, it's passable. If you could just marry yeah. the two, just yeah, marry the two. I I I swear to God, they spent half of their development cycle on the fucking inanimate objects in Starfield. They yeah. look might be the best. Just random objects, like in a game, all with physics built in and everything. Yeah, like it, it's it's awesome, but it's so unnecessary. The, the the attention to detail on certain things within Starfield, and then the same thing with uh, with Cyberpunk. It's just really weird. It's just a weird like division of what they thought. Like, and it's very artistic, right? Yeah. So it's like, what do you think matters versus what? A, and, and I think, I think for pound yeah. for pound, like as cool as certain things look in Starfield, I think Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's gets, a better game, right. for sure. And I still, I think Starfield. Not to keep harping on Starfield, but I, I do think it's like, I would say probably the most anticipated launch this year. There are a couple other things that are up there, but yeah, if you take we've been Zelda talking, out of the con- <laughs> well, Zelda was up there. I think you could yeah. make an argument for Starfield. I mean, we've been talking about this since 2018. Yeah, I, I would agree with you and that Starfield's a, new. Yeah, it is new, but it's also it's a new Bethesda universe. Like that's they have two, right? And this 100%. is the third one, right? So yeah. this is like this was a big, big deal. Um, Zelda was a big deal, obviously. I, I would put Hogwarts in the conversation too, mm-hmm. just because like we've never seen a really good Harry Potter game. Yeah, although I will say the PS One Harry Potter games kind of slept on. They're pretty They're okay. good. All right. They're they're not bad. PS one or PS two? PS one. So the Sorcerer's Stone and the Chamber of Secrets were actually pretty good. I think the Prisoner of Azkaban wasn't bad either, although that was PS two, I believe. And then it falls off Goblet of Fire onwards. They become like true movie games and it's just terrible. Yeah. 
Because like in the first ones, they had things in there that weren't in the movies. Like they were more off the books. It was kind of cool. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. yeah. So I remember playing those games. I mean, they're not great games, but they're like, <laughs> I had fun with them as a kid. I digress. Starfield to me, I'm a firm believer in, I think they got away from like what makes their games like really fun, I think. And also, I think they're trapped in the past a little bit. I mean, we talked about it. It seems like a dated game, right? Like, yeah. it just doesn't seem like they innovated as much as they could have. Um, but I am a firm believer that this game in, like, five years will be top tier. Like, Skyrim level. I, and the more I think about it, the more I disagree. I think it's going to get there. I think they're going to put it on ice. They're going to put everything so. they have into to Elder Scrolls. Oh, yeah. And that's, I, think, hmm. I think they're not going to look back. That's a that's an interesting perspective, but you don't think the modding community can save the game? The I I don't think the game needs like saving. I think that's I think you're gonna have to it, put it, but yeah. I think you're gonna have a bunch of modders say like, oh, we're gonna redo this whole thing. Yeah, just like they're like, we're gonna put Oblivion and Morrowind in Skyrim that's and crazy. whatever. That's crazy. They're still doing it. Yeah, it's been what a decade. Well, dude, have you seen the Skyrim mods where they have? chat gpt built in yeah and that's and that's and, awesome and you can have like a companion your companion will talk to you and like berate you and that's stuff. crazy it's well awesome. you can adjust their yeah. and that's and personality that's, sick. that's, that's sick. crazy i just don't think that but that's like, so awesome like sure if you want to say like um, the modding community to some extent i would i would say like that's gonna get it further they're gonna i just the don't thing, think like, that what's the biggest problem in the game one of the biggest problems is you have all these planets with nothing to do on them Right, and that's when the modders are going to come in. They're going to create all these crazy creatures. They're going to create so many things to do on these planets. You know what I mean? Like handcraft, all these <sighs> things. It's just limitless possibility. I just think they built this huge, and I'm not saying this is the correct thing to do, but I just think they built the biggest sandbox ever. And modders are just like when those tools come out next year, they're just going to have a field day. And in five years, ten years, dude, this game is going to be crazy good. I I mean look, I hope you're right. What I think will happen is they'll they're gonna try to monetize it in some way, like they tried back in Skyrim and Fallout and everything else. So they're gonna have like, like re release it? No, monetize it is in like you have to pay for mods. Oh, well and and they what, couldn't they, they I mean they can't stop free mods though, right? No. But that's the thing is like, I mean, they tried putting it. It's like, okay, you can use our modding tools, but then you got to put it through like the Bethesda mod store or yeah, whatever and different think, things okay, like that. So yeah. I'm not saying that's exactly what they're going to do, but right. I'm just like, I think they're going to try to get their piece of the pie. I think they're going to, they're not, they're not going to do anything with it. Like, I mean, I might be in my words. They were supposed to put DLSS on and, yeah. and do the FOV slider and do all that stuff to quote unquote, like, add features it's like those aren't features those are staple and i know we already harped on this i'm not gonna like beat a dead horse but like if that's what they're gonna be working on they're yeah. gonna do like the bare freaking minimum yeah i'm then, not saying bethesda's gonna like well, well that's what i mean game, so I like do i think that you can put that game on like a top tier thing i'm not saying you should put it on a top tier thing i just think the experience is gonna be extremely fun again i hope you're right like the thing that i think you're going to run into though is all these modders are going to be like okay i'm going to make this cool experience on a planet 
But then what happens? Like the modders have to like start divvying out the thousand planets that you have to choose from. Yeah. Who's gonna like fly all the way to the other end of the universe to experience X mod? Well, who know? Kn- I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, there could be randomly generated things. And or, I'm not or a there's just a like, mod that says like travel wherever the heck you want. Yeah, and then that's it, and you don't have to like. That's yeah, but the, like, that's think about think about thing. like the random start mod in like Skyrim. That'd be so yeah, cool in Starfield, right? Like, yeah. you pick a profession, and you're like, they can craft that opening segment for you, and you're like doing your thing. It's like I just think yeah. like the role playing possibilities, because that's like one of the funnest things to do in in the do other you, games. Do you think Starfield had a good enough reception for modders to actually care? Yeah, hundred percent. There's already a ton of mods. Yeah, I just haven't seen. I mean, granted, well, the tool, a lot the of them are fixing yet. the fucking game. Oh, that's what I mean. The tools, the tools aren't, aren't out yet. So, yes. Okay. I mean, I'll. You're right, and I I shouldn't be so down on it. I I think, I look. I'm taking. I I will admit it. It's borderline hot take. Maybe it is a hot take, and super op- optimistic take from me. But that's in my heart. I believe like it. It definitely has the potential. I guess my thing is like between because I know we were bringing up the No Man's Sky versus Starfield, and we don't have to like rehash it, but. I don't think it's even if Starfield is a great game to play and everything because of like mods. Yeah. I still don't think that is a fair comparison to say, oh, Starfield's amazing. No Man's Sky is amazing. Yeah. That's great. Absolutely. Play both games. Enjoy yourself. That's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. But for one game to be the devs felt really bad and spent the next decade just churning out free content and completely revamping the game versus devs being like, all right, well, on to the next project. The modders will take care of the Well, we don't FOV know. Side. We don't know yet. We don't. We but don't. Yes, I agree. I just... I agree. I don't know what you put in that game that suddenly makes it, like, significantly... Like, it's not a cyberpunk, right? Or, or something like that. Like, they're not going to... You really think that that's going to go ahead and be like, oh, we found out that this all needs tweaked or this is, like, not balanced well, correctly yeah, or I whatever. Well, yeah, I mean... That's, I mean, and CD Projekt Red needs to be commended for that because they really did stick with Cyberpunk, and it's now, but like to be fair, million dollars. That's crazy to fix that. To be fair, 2.0 should have been how it launched, right? Yes, but I'm glad they still stuck with it and didn't just leave it because it is sick now. Like the changes that they made, totally worth it. I love the skill trees now. I think it's much more intuitive. just makes more sense sense logistically. It's it's a it's a tree now. It's not like like before. It's like these random things and like. I wish I went back before the two because I, I was playing it and yeah. I redownloaded it for yeah. two and I saw the different things. I'm yeah. just like, this is way more like in, it like made more sense to me. Hundred percent. Where I remember being very confused. Where yes. I didn't mess with anything yeah like any mods dude, anything dude the uh the old system there was like a whole tree for crafting right so it's like you want to make good stuff you got to waste all your points so you're not so now they got rid of that and everyone can craft and it's like just you know obvious things yeah that just you know quality of life things in terms of the mechanics how's uh age of salba and i even i even started the dlc so like i heard that you want to get through the game and then before you start the last mission Play oh, so the you're DLC. Gonna, like do the whole game again. I don't know yet. I mean, I'm still early enough where I could just because I have my other character who's just like max level, and he beat the game. So like you you load in right before the final mission. So, so it's I could like just, get your feet wet again. React, I could. Like, I could go either way. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. I did um, start with a new intro this time, 
the street kid one, which I really liked. And my V this time is more like the V in my original playthrough. I tried to play as myself, mm -hmm. but I think it's better to play it as a separate character. Cause my name's not V. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's funny you say that. It's because, something like really minute like that, yeah. but that takes me out of it so much. Well, it's, it's funny you say that because like, I want to play this character as myself. So I started playing it and picking options as I would yeah. in real life. Yeah. But then as these options pop up, I'm like, I don't want a gun. I don't want to do yeah, this. Exactly, like, no, exactly. I'm not going to go. Like, so exactly. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't me. Like, I can't play this like myself. I, I will say in like Starfield, I can play that like myself. Yeah. Because they don't call me by my name. There's like options that totally make sense. Like peacefully yeah. resolving things and like not getting into fights and... Like all of the skills I picked for that, like made a ton of sense. Like my parents' thing, like that was yeah. like totally to a T, which I loved. But in this one, I, it doesn't make sense. It's like I try to project myself onto V, but V's it's his own. He's his own guy, and he's voiced, which is huge. So I love the, it. Yeah. So if the character has, it's like a Commander Shepard situation. Like I don't see myself as Commander Shepard. Mm -hmm. Like he's his own dude. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like kind of like that. Anyways, I don't like the male voice as much as the female and maybe it's just because I, I started with female and that yeah. I was just used to that and that yeah. that's how I think of V and I yeah. think V is a female name which I understand is silly but that's just how I did it where like I think I'm they're both like, good I've, I haven't played as a female enough to really chime in on that I do like the male voice though I think he's good mm -hmm. I, he's he's fine it's just it seems weird to me that's all like I just don't like my character as much than when I was playing with the uh, the girl yeah okay yeah, I um, yeah, I don't know. I've really been enjoying it. I love that game, dude. Yeah, that world is just so cool. It's like, so I mean, you're gonna, I, I mean, you'll effectively like have a rating then for it, right? Like, are you gonna the try DLC? to be in this year? Like, are you are you in it? Is that like your current game of choice then after Sea of Stars? Yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, but like I said, I gotta like decide whether I want to go through the whole game again, which, like, part of me wants to because I love that game. I mean, it's, what, like 40 hours? Yeah, it's not too, too bad. But the other part of me is, like, dude, I grinded this game so hard that I kind of don't want to do it all again. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'll probably run into Pan Am and then play it all again anyways. So that's usually how it goes. She just spurs you along. Dude, Pan Am's smoking hot, dude. That's the only reason I want to play a guy is because I didn't she's experience great, that, whole, she's so awesome. that whole section. Yeah, she's great. She's she's up there. When you talk about video game companion options, she's up there. Okay. 100%, dude. Anyways, yeah, so that's good. The, anyways, my V this time around is a little more gruff. I went with the Street Kid background, which is great intro. Um, and it's, like, so good, too, because, like, the dialogue options you get, you, like, know the city. You're, like, from there. So, like, when they're talking about Dexter Deshaun, you're like, oh, I heard he was going through some trouble or, like, this and that. And it's, like... I find that cool. I like being in the know, especially yeah. on the second playthrough where like you kind of know how things happen. It makes sense for you to be like, Oh, I know this dude. Or I, you know, I heard of that job because like, right. Me myself, I've heard of that cause I played it before. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, so. it's weird because I keep forgetting that the TV show is this universe, right? So like the anime. Yeah. 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 So, it's so there's just a like, couple Easter eggs too. Yeah. If you go to the bar, there's a David Martinez drink. Oh really? Yeah. So that's I the main character that. in Edge yeah. uh, Edge Runners. 
And uh, so is that from 2.0 then? That was they, in the game originally. And they just before yeah, they the anime. Know. Yeah. So either they leaked it somehow, like a little foreshadowing, or the TV show used that drink. I, I don't even know. They, but that's that so had cool. To have been deliberate, right? Like that. That's got to. That's a, so cool, though. Yeah. But yeah, you know how the thing is at the I forget what the bar is called Afterlife. Um, you know, if you're a legend, is it Afterlife. It's the Afterlife. Yeah. Think why, so. Why is that Mass Effect? Because Afterlife is the VIP section in Omega. Or is not, that what it's or, called? Or is Afterlife either the VIP section or it's just the, but it, but it's the called, club? But it's called Afterlife. In Mass Effect? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think they're both Afterlife. Okay. <laughs> just a good name for a yeah, bar, yeah. club. Sure. I think. Maybe I'm getting them both wrong. Maybe. I'm pretty sure I'm right, though. Well, we, um, haven't, we haven't done the uh, research God, department so good. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, that's like the thing. Like, if you're a legend, because Jackie gets like a, his drink named after him. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah. And then I'm assuming V is gonna get a drink named after him. Maybe. You, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I love that game though, dude. Like that. I always talked about this. Like, Cyberpunk is like, it checks all my boxes. Yeah. For like what I want in a game, dude. It's just like the aesthetic, the environment. Like I love urban environments, cities. I love the grittiness of it where like people are freak shows and they're like, yeah. cause you know, I love like New York city, right? Yeah. And I just love the lights, the ads. There's something always going on. People are weird. <laughs> people are like, it's weird how much that feels lived in compared to like when you're like walking around like a city, like uh what's the uh, Atlanta, like new Atlantis, right? New Atlantis is just, like, not good. Right. It's so, the worst city in that game, but also just as cities go, it's just not good. Right. But that's the that's what I'm saying. So it's like yeah. doing that is it I for I forget how it's like this is a I mean, when did that game Dude, come even, out? That was pre pandemic, right? Even Omega on Mass Effect Two right. feels way more lived in. And that's like the most linear, like you yeah. It's not even like open at all. But yeah. it's like they put enough set pieces in there where it's like I completely understand the vibe of this place. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it's yeah, it's weird. It's, it's so weird. Such a weird. It thing. just goes to show it's like open world esque or like bigger doesn't equal better. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. have it be a straight line, but just fill that straight line up with like interesting things and people and yeah, random events. See, I don't like. You really make me want to play Cyberpunk, but we're coming up on this thing where it's like, we have what three months left? Yeah, we're in Q four. Almost. Yeah, I mean, we have October, November, December, and then oh, we're in Q four. So yeah, so and it's, it's like Spider Man. That's what I'm thinking out. too. Yeah, Assassin's Creed just dropped. Well, I'm not playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but if you're doing Cyberpunk, I feel like I could play Assassin's Creed and kind of get some. Yeah, like spread our. The next game is Spider Man. Yeah, I only have two more games on my um, wish list. Oh, so many. <laughs> which so is many. like, well, yeah, you go after all the minis, yeah, well, all minis. Um. Spider-Man and um, Forza. Oh, fuck. Forza. Totally forgot about that. That comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. You're not springing for the, the big boy. No. And we'll play it early? No. I'll play it. Just play a little, couple days early. It gives, me, it gives me a chance to play Cyberpunk. Okay. Yeah. You, um, you hate cars. I get it. Continue. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> digest that one for a little bit. Um, Modern Warfare 3. 
That's the only one, oh other one God, I have on my list. So it's like four games, four games. But I, I still have to play Street Fighter and MK1. MK1? I don't know if you need to, man. I have to. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I got to play MK1, like, because the story mode, I'll have, I'll have fun with the story mode. Street Fighter, that's going to be a tough sell, but I, I, want, I really wanted to play it, and I've been talking about it since, like, it came out in the summer, so it's like, yeah. I feel like I should commit myself to that, but, ugh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't, man, that is tough. That's 120 bucks right there. That is not. 140 right. bucks? It, neither of those games are recommendations for me. Really? They're not good? They're they're fine if you like fighting games. It's, yeah, it's a fighting game thing. I just don't think that you are going to get... You're not getting $120 worth. Unless I maybe it unlocks something for you. The effort that was put into those games. Because the, the, like, I feel like fighting games and like not a fighting game guy, so maybe I'm totally off base on this, mm-hmm. but I feel like fighting games are in a really great spot yeah. for the first time in a long time, it seems like. Yeah. It seems that way. Like Street Fighter was really good. And I'm I don't know anything about fighting games, but I could just tell that like Street Fighter's back, which hasn't been for a very long time. And I it feels exactly the same as and I I would get crucified by any fighting game person, but it feels exactly like every I'm sure it does, like to us uneducated heathens. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just I don't I can just tell based off the reaction of the people who know what they're doing that it's really good which is great but yeah i don't know if but that's i want to reward that great for you i want to reward it oh yeah i don't know Ugh. we'll see what happens but um there's so many games to play like dave the diver yeah i gotta play dave the diver that's on my backlog too and all the league of legends games that i said i was gonna play and it's like yeah how am i playing more league of legends games than you i don't know that's weird that's really weird i don't like that I think it's good for you. <laughs> it's about time you take a share of that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. liked it. It was good. I did. I yeah. did. I liked all of them. Uh, Dredge is coming out with some DLC, so I don't know if I'm going to play, play that, that or not. I don't know. I don't know if I can. Well, RE4 Remake came out with their DLC too, which is rated really highly. Yeah. It's like, fuck, do I play that? Yep. It has Ada Wong in it, so like, I really want to. Yep. Horizon's coming out with a. I never played her. I, the yeah. the Forbidden Shore or it's the first Burning two Shores disc thing on PS5. You can get that. Is it is it a rehash of the DLC that already came out, or is it different? No, same thing. You, say, okay. you can you can buy like the complete edition. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, the, gotcha. The DLC. Did it come out on PC yet? Not yet, but it's coming. It's coming. I think it was confirmed that it was coming out. Yeah, that game was so good. Yeah, but I never played the DLC, which is weird. Cocoon just came out, dropped on Xbox. It's by the people that did Limbo and Inside. Um, it got great reviews. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Wargroove 2 just came out. So I'm going to play that, which is, it's like, hey, do you like uh, Advance Wars and Pirates? <laughs> you like, like Advance Wars yes, and Pirates? Yes, I do. Yeah, so I'm going to play that. Yeah, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to stick with Cyberpunk this weekend. Forza comes out. going to play that for mm-hmm. sure. And then... We'll go from there. Yeah, it might be a situation where I just play the DLC because it's just like a time a time thing. So, yeah, but I do... Ah, oh man, part of me wants to just go through Cyberpunk again and be like, yeah, this game's awesome. Yeah, why not? I mean, look... Because I need to play these other games. I know, but you're going to enjoy Cyberpunk so much more than you're going to enjoy 100%. Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah. I do want to play Mortal Kombat, though, because this is a great point to jump into it. Yeah. 
because I don't need to know all the fucking history. And then just wait I'll be until, one of the boys. Like, wait, wait until the season comes out. I'll give you my Steam login, and you just play it, and then you can play the literally the boys and Peacemaker and uh, Omni Man and all those guys. Yeah, I'm so bad at playing games, dude. It's gonna be a mess. Mortal Kombat's fine. I thought you were saying it was a little tougher than the last one. I think it's a it's not tougher. Like in fact, I think it was actually easy. Like I, I was crushing things. I didn't like drop it to easy or anything. Okay. Like, I was just playing default. Yeah. Um. So it's easier than past things, but it's also like you don't need to do any of the new stuff in the campaign, which then means that like when you go into like the real world, so to speak, and like fight like real people, you get trounced. Because yeah. they they have like their little cameos like just in ready to go yeah and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> that's that's funny and I think the board game mode sucks personally. that reminds me of uh, Budokai Two Dragon Ball yeah. Z game they had it was the same thing it was a it was a game board and you had your little pieces and you'd hop around that was so weird bro <laughs> that was so weird but it's cool. clumsy it's clumsy yeah. and not well thought out yeah. and it runs at like 30 frames and i don't understand why that is kind of weird i don't know whatever uh, oh well spider-man will be good do you hear people are, are are complaining already that spider-man's too short not even out yet too short yeah really yeah, i thought people, the last people one people was... are saying it's like you can knock it out in 25 hours perfect yeah that's what I'm perfect, saying. Perfect. Like, oh, you mean a tight, good yeah. game? Yeah. How do you? How can you complain about Spider-Man being too short because some guy got it early and platinumed it already or something like that? Yeah. And people are complaining about that, but meanwhile, this Assassin's Creed game comes out and everyone's saying like, oh, it's a really like pulled back, tight experience. Which like, the more I read about like Assassin's Creed, the more I'm actually excited about it because it it's like, hey, if you went back and played the first game, but it's like a polished first game. I'm like I really like the first Assassin's Creed. Like I'm, I'm yeah. into it. So yeah, we'll see. I you know I like my stealth games, but yeah. I don't know why Spider-Man's such a people find anything to be mad about. Oh yeah, hundred percent these days, dude. Dude, the review bombing that happens these days is just so wild. Like people yep. need to grow the fuck up, man. It's so crazy. Like you actually think this game's a zero? Like a zero so, is impossible. <laughs> like you shouldn't even be allowed to pick zero. Diablo comes out on the like 17th. even Diablo is not a fucking zero, no, well, or a one or whatever they, they like they all vote for it to be a one. It's uh, it's coming out on Steam. That's a big deal. That it's it's leaving the not leaving the Blizzard yeah, store, but, but it's, it's, not it's crossing over. Yeah, which you're talking about review bombing. The last Steam game to do that was Overwatch Two. Yeah, and it's the lowest rated game on Steam. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Even Overwatch Two, which is like probably not a great game isn't that bad. Yeah, it's not an and I, and overwhelmingly I guess, like, negative game. Yeah, I guess the thing is, like, it's like a protest. Like, it's... Yeah. Like a, you know, listen to our... But, like, what do you protest? You're, you're effectively wrecking, like, well, it's, developers' I, compensation. I think stuff. it would be the same thing to rate it, like, a six. To yeah. me, that makes more sense, because it's like, if you rate Diablo 4 a six... And everyone starts rating it a six. It's going to go down, but it's not going to be like a four out of ten. Yeah, game. It, that's that's a, just ridiculous. That's a great. That's a great thought. Where like, if you have stuff where it's like overwhelmingly negative, and everyone like, at some point the review bomb just becomes white noise. But exactly, if everyone rates it like, this is a mediocre game. Yeah, it's like it's a seven. It's a six. Whatever. 
somehow that's more that impactful. hits harder. Yeah, because yeah. that's like a serious opinion. That's like a serious yeah. like your game's mediocre. That's interesting. Where it's yeah, exactly what you said. If you review bomb it, they're just gonna block it out and be like, oh, these trolls review bombing yeah. it. It's you can't take that seriously. It's not a one out of ten. Yeah. Diablo, so that comes out on the 17th, and it's funny because they're like, oh, we're launching season two just in time for the Steam launch. And it's like, okay, but like, you have to beat the campaign before you can start the season. Right. So, right. like, what are you doing? Just teasing everybody, like, hey, look at all this cool content that everyone can play except you because you got to go through the, the story. Oh, and guess what? It's going to be harder now because you can't get power leveled by your friends. Yeah, exactly. It's just it. like, oh, that's like the worst thing, too. And I know we have destroyed Diablo forever now, but like... I still like Diablo. I, yeah. I, I don't know. The thing is, it's like, I hate when developers, like, there's a fun thing in the game that, like, I don't know, like, it could be an exploit, it could be whatever, and then they take it out deliberately, and it just makes it a worse experience. Like, game-breaking things, I understand. Especially when it's, like, competitive... You're playing or against like other people. Yeah. yeah, sure. Like, yeah, you're destroying like other people's experience. But if it's like literally like a quality of life exploit quotes, yeah, this isn't even exploit. Like, that's this is the oldest thing in gaming. Where yeah. like I remember going into like Champions of Norath, dude, and Nate has his max level character. We go to the like last zone and we just power level, so yep. we can get. You know what I mean? Like th this has been the thing forever. And it's like, how does that destroy anyone else's experience of the game? It just makes certain people's experience better. Right. I, I hate that. It's such a stupid decision. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll change it. Like, as a developer, what's your thought process there? Like, oh, no, we, we need them to go through the steps to get back up. Like, Yeah, they need. Yeah. It's like, well, if we yeah, let let's them high isolate. level, like, they could bounce sooner. There's, uh, dude, there's got to be a whiteboard somewhere with a line. And no, I like think these guys have gotten it way wrong. They definitely their white did. their whiteboard is off. There, it is not good. Like a lot of the time, I agree with you. Where it's like, okay, there's something they're looking at, you know, based on like the decisions they're making within the game. Like, oh, they cut this content, or they yeah. shifted focus here. The mechanics are different, or whatever. Like, there's some monetary element they're probably looking at in this situation, which happens sometimes. I think it's just wrong. I gotta it's see wrong. who's doing this one compared to like three and stuff because it's like and i was actually talking to some of my contractors are playing diablo uh and they like diablo and really? stuff. yeah that's funny so it's like okay we'll, we'll play season two but it's just like we were talking it was like they got everything eventually more or less like right in three like they got to where people were like this is great we're gonna keep playing this this is a good loop I, this is fun this is enjoyable this is and it's just like Diablo is like, hey, you have this giant open world, right? Like, this is, it's the consistent world. This is what we built. You're running around, you're meeting player, blah, 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 blah. It's this world. And then the entirety of the end game is warp to a dungeon, go into a dungeon. And yeah. then you're just in this confined tunnel path. And yeah. Diablo 3 yeah. was similar, but it was more efficient and quicker. And you didn't have to, like, it, it's just everything in Diablo 4 just seems like it's, it's just long, and it's just like it's a chore compared yeah. to like a three, where a three you can knock out like three, four dungeons, like it's nothing in like six minutes, and then just keep watching yourself level up, and the numbers keep getting bigger, and you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And this yeah. one is just like I was watching ugh. this one video or something, and I forget what it was about, but it was it, not what it was about, but I forget like what the whole video was about. But they were explaining this concept that game developers use for open worlds. Yeah, the and it's, Witcher 3? 
I think it was Witcher 3 or something, but it's like there has to be a certain distance or a certain amount of time before you run into something interesting. Yeah. I think it was, maybe it was a Starfield video where they were like pointing out like- But they were comparing it to Witcher. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was CD Projekt Red, I think, who who came up with the- Yeah, the rule or whatever. Yeah. And it's called something and they like kind of, like based on like their market research, they were able to determine like attention spans and like how long before, yeah. you know, which is cool. That's really yeah. awesome. But that, you have to use that same philosophy in Diablo, not in terms of like exploring things, but you need something interesting to happen in terms of like leveling or you need to find a piece of gear that's interesting, like a dopamine hit every certain amount of time. And I think their time is way too long, right? That uh, yeah, in three, it seemed like it was much more of a quick turnaround to like, oh, I hit my goal here. And now the next three thing. is just faster and yeah. the mobs were more denser and you're just like, you're just more powerful. And that was okay right this game it's like they're afraid if you're too powerful and it's like well, they're, that yeah they're they they're making it it's like not a pvp chore. though that's i don't understand it can be well yeah but it, it's not i have yet to see anyone do anything it's it, either you go into that zone yeah and get murked by someone that's like 20 levels higher than you and just one shots you takes all your stuff and you're gone i knew that was going to be the case yeah it's yeah. like that's that's like obviously it's like they've never played an MMO in their life. You yeah. literally can't do that. And I shouldn't even say it takes all your it literally just takes your like one specific PvP currency that you can only buy like four things with. So it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I I just think I don't know. And I'm again, look, I'm not a longtime Diablo player, so I kinda want you to go back and play three. Three and I know you're never dude, going to, I, but like ugh. I think after playing four, three is just I think three is a better game still, but well, yeah. I mean, like you said the whole time, the fact that three wasn't the starting point, and look, I understand like things have to take a step back, you know, when you're talking about sequels, which maybe I don't really understand, but it seems that's how it kind of goes. They can redo things. I, that's fine, but it's just yeah. like all the problems that they're like trying to fix in the next season and the next patch and the next this and this and this. It's like. Dude, you had years and years and years. Like yeah. you should know by now that like so much making, feedback. Yeah, like pulling, <laughs> pulling, uh, like nerfing anything is going to feel bad. Yeah. Like yeah. if the numbers go down, you're yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah. The whole point of the game is the numbers go up. Yeah. Yep. You can't go nope. the other way. Yeah. It's literally Dragon Ball Z, the game <laughs> where it's just power scaling. I don't know. But I like, mean, dude, we'll, it's we'll like season two and like see. we said, it's, if something's too strong, why not raise everything else to that level? They did, and then they still nerfed you. That's the thing that people are mad about mm. is they made everyone else stronger and then and nerfed then you. Still yeah, hit the ban hammer. Yep. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I had fun with the game. I I still feel comfortable. Like I understand why people are rating it lower and lower because like that second level of gameplay after the campaign is such an important experience. And I had fun like pre-season one. Like I'm probably I got playing up there. it tonight. Really? I, I if like Kyle and Gerard are on and, and yeah. like I'll, I'll probably Well, it's a game where in. it's like you can just hop on with the boys and like, yeah. and it's not like super competitive either. So it's like a turn your brain off, just have fun it's with the It's the opposite the competitive because it's like everybody has their own loot pool yeah. and you're just going through and if right. somebody's strong, like you want them to be strong. I want Kyle to be strong because he can throw me on his back yeah. and just carry me to the promised land. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, it's a great gameplay. That's why people love the series. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see. So, uh, October 17th. It's gonna be season two? Season, yeah. 
It's the vampire season. I'm I'm not playing that game again. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fair. There would have to be like a big. I don't know. You'd have to convince me. I'm hoping. I have it though. I bought the game. I was seventy bucks. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know if I got seventy bucks out of it. I how long the campaign? Buddy, if take you us? didn't get if you didn't get seventy bucks out of that, do not buy Mortal Kombat. But now I want to buy it just because you told me not to. Uh, then please do. All right. <laughs> Watch me. Oh That's man. That's a lot of money. Do you know you could buy Shadow Gambit, Dave the Diver, Dredge, and like Tyler, I don't in, know if in I, story I, story time or storyteller or whatever. I don't know if I would like those games as much as you. I just it just I just think we're different. We are. Like I was watching yeah. some Dave the Diver footage just to get a gist of it. Yeah. And I'm like I don't know, man. I just is <laughs> like it just okay. seems boring, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dude. I don't think I don't know. <laughs> we just like different things. I know. I we know. just like different things. I like the big budget. <laughs> You're my cousin. CGI. You were, no, you were Justin who <laughs> give me give me like the triple A yeah. even if it's not a triple A game, yeah. make it seem like it's triple A game. Yeah. Like Immortals or yeah. or the Look, I have a great respect for these indie games. Like I just came off of Sea of Stars, which is rated one of the highest games this year by all these critics. Mm-hmm. And I have thoughts on it, but it's I mean, just do you like, want to get into it? I'm definitely gonna get into it, but it's like I just like Final Fantasy 16 was awesome, bro. I fucking love that game. Yeah, it's so good. Definitely silver. No, it's a gold. It has to be a gold. It dude. is a gold. We gave it a gold. Like we're gonna look back on this. I'm gonna look back on this. <laughs> it's like, dude, it, it has the greatest cutscenes I've ever seen in video games. Like Square Enix, what's better? I put that up against God Diablo Four. Got a war is better. Cutscenes. Got a war. Cutscenes. Yeah. Better? Yeah. No. I on the I, same level? Yes. I can't better. I can't no. follow a lot of Final Fantasy's cutscenes. That's the that's the biggest flaw with yeah. Final Fantasy is, is there's it's too like, much going on and you yeah. can't track like I literally can't My brain understand is, it. Yeah, it's awesome. There's too many particles. It's so it needs good. less particles. Nah, dude, more particles, man. <laughs> so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, but, but like that's the exact same thing. Like you you had a, a like a one-on-one, like, hey, this is a great experience with Final Fantasy, yeah. which is phenomenal. Yeah. Just like I did with Dave the Diver or Shadow Gambit or yes. whatever, yes. you know, where it's like that, and that's great. And that's what it's it, about. The thing that, because that, that, that was some of the problems when I was looking at a lot of our ratings and stuff, and I'm just like, man, how is like Resident Evil better than Shadow Gambit when like I'm actively thinking about Shadow Gambit? Like I turn that game yeah. off and I'm still thinking strategy and different things like that. Resident Evil is so good though, dude. It is, but now I'm thinking we have to look at it from a genre standpoint. Like if you're going to compare something, it has to be like genres. Yeah. I don't I mean, think it, I don't think it can be. Been. Well, it's not how I, how my mind's been working. My mind is like, how did we rate Resident Evil 91 and Shadow Gambit? I gave, well, I, don't, I, don't I find it there. hard to believe that Shadow Gambit is a better game than Resident Evil. I, I had, I have much more fun. I think it does more clever things. I think yeah, the but if you're looking at better. it objectively, I I I, I think they're on the same level now. Well, I, that's critics way, don't I mean don't agree with me. We'll see what you score it, but like I'm assuming it's gonna be in the same tier, which checks definitely in the same tier. Yeah. I just I, it's the more I play the game because I think that I'm like man, I'm if I keep playing this, is the score gonna go down? The score keeps just going up. Well, that was Dave the Diver for you too. Yeah, 
Yeah. But again, we just like the opposite types of things. Right, but it ha- well, I guess what I'm saying is you can't... My, the way I'm looking at that is fundamentally flawed because you cannot put Resident Evil 4 against Shadow Gambit or Day no, of the Dead or something like I that. I don't think we do that, though. I do. In oh, my, well, in my your, head, when I problem. see... I, I, I said that, so that, that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I'm looking at them in a spreadsheet format yeah, yeah. and somehow Resident Evil is, a, is above Shadow Gambit, yeah. but in my heart... <laughs> I'm like, man, Shadow Gambit is, I love this game. Like, yeah. Resident Evil, I will never play again. I played it. I was like, this is a well-made thing. They did what they set out to do. That's a shock that they could get it so right. Good job. Yeah. Did, I don't like horror games. So it's the same thing with like Dead Space, where it's like, really good. You like Dead Space, though. I liked Resident Evil more than Dead Space. No, I don't. I don't. I like Dead, Dead Space. Dead Space 2 is the only game you ever restarted right after you finished I it. I like Dead Space 2. That's not Dead Space. Okay, I mean, but, but what I'm saying, but you know, what I'm saying is like the, the saying Dead you Space don't like game, horror games, but like that's yeah, like but it's you still have not such in a great my top experience. Twenty five or anything like that. Got to be up there if you replay the game immediately. No, I've I, never done t- that in my time life. Of, time and place type of thing. All right, yeah, I don't know. But it I, has to be to a certain quality it, it, to get I'm, you to but, do that, and it is a certain quality. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like I, my heart says like you had so much more fun with uh, Shadow Gambit. That should be, like, it should be, like, literally, like, in terms of fun and, and staying with me, it goes, like, a Baldur's Gate, Shadow Gambit for me. Sure. Like, even above Dave the Diver. Yeah. But I thought Dave the Diver kept introducing new things and was clever and funny and, and everything where it's, like, I still have that technically higher than Shadow Gambit because it's, like, again, different genres, different things. So, like, that's how I'm trying to force my mind to think. sense. But, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, when we review games... We compare it to other games sometimes, but it's all always same genre. So, like, I'm about to talk about Sea of Stars. I'm going to compare it to Octopath because, yeah. like, those are very similar types of games. That's fair. So, you know what I mean? I just need to do better. That's that's my that's my 2024 <laughs> New Year's resolution. All right, I'm with you. Tell me about Shadow of Stars or sea of stars. Shadow sea of, sea of Stars. Shadow of the Gambit. Shadow of the Gambit Stars. Stars Edition. That was our. Last week's episode title, <laughs> Sea of Gambits. Or sea something. of Gambits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna get coffee. Stars. Do you want coffee? Yeah, I'll take a, yeah. a cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. All okay, right. so Sea of Stars. I talked about it last week, and I refrained from rating it, giving it an actual score because I didn't finish the game. And to be fair, I thought I was closer to the end than I actually was. So when I left off last week, I was probably like two thirds of the way done where I thought I was like 80% of the way done or something. So that was interesting. It actually went on for a lot longer than I thought. So I was like talking last week. I was like, yeah, I can understand why people like this, but I didn't grow up with Chrono Trigger and Mario RPG, which is like the two games everyone's like comparing this to, like a 90s classic RPG. So real quick, how many hours did you put into it? I'm at over 30. Okay, so when you thought you were like 80% done, you were only like yeah, I was just 20, 20 hours 20 in something. or something and now you have another 10 on top of that. Yeah, so I was like I was 2 thirds of the way done. Okay. So anyways, so I was like, yeah, maybe it's just like it's not hitting the nostalgia notes for me. Maybe that's why this is like rated so highly. And it's like a very polished game like I mentioned, like, you know, I think the gameplay is really fun, uh creative, although like the elements, I guess I personally thought they were like all new, but like apparently they're not all new like other games like did like the combo stuff was in Chrono Trigger and some of this other stuff. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It just felt it didn't really grab me. Yeah. It didn't grab me right. to like a gold you, dust. You, you know wanted I mean? it. Yeah, you wanted it. Gold to grab grabs it. you by the face. It's like I'm a gold. <laughs> kisses like, you right on the mouth. Kisses you on the <laughs> mouth, dude. Anyways, so this is like a cheek kiss, you know, a little <laughs> peck on the cheek. Um, so I go home and I boot it up. And like immediately after, dude, I texted Tyler and I was like, fuck. I knew I shouldn't have talked about this because this just got really interesting. So yeah. spoiler mode is going to happen here because I don't think Tyler's ever going to play it. And I just want to talk about it because I don't know if I can dance around it and really, you know, get the impact that I want. All right. So, so official spoilers for like, I mean, the end of Sea of Stars then. Yeah. All Starting right. now. Can you timestamp this? Uh, yeah. Hour 16. Perfect. Um, so I meet the big bad guy or whatever, right? Yeah. And actually, I should probably back up. So, oh, man, I wish we talked about this like the day after I beat it because now I like lost a lot of the things <laughs> I wanted to say. But anyways, like I go home and I play it and it's interesting. So, you know how, did you get to the part where like there's a narrator in, a, in the library like talking about what you guys are doing or whatever? Did you ever get to that? Well, wasn't that the intro? Yeah. Yeah. He keeps doing that throughout the story, and I'm like, oh, okay, oh, sure. okay. it's like the narrator. Yeah. You go and meet him, and then he becomes part of your party. Huh. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And he's like this all-powerful guy, and he's like, okay, well, I have to nerf myself because I can't mess with reality too much or something. I was like, all right, whatever. And uh, so he's walking, and then you meet this witch in the woods, and she's giving him like a prophecy, and he's like, oh, shit, what? And I'm like, oh, shit, I thought you were the most powerful guy. So he's not. So I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. But I wasn't like quite there. I was like, you know, it was tickling me a little bit. Yeah. But then there's like this betrayal that happens with the, and this is a while back, but like the two older moon and sun people yeah, betray like, you. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Know, it's crazy. It's like, I was like, ah, okay, whatever. Like, kind of sure wasn't super shocked by that i was kind of surprised that the old guy the elder the main dude like the the bald yeah guy, the black guy he just quits he's like after they betray you he's like i'm done i'm hanging it up and he leaves so he doesn't betray you he's no. just he's so disgusted he just, yeah he's he like, just quits yeah, yeah. he's like i failed i quit i was yeah. like oh i thought you were gonna like rally us <laughs> so it's up to these two kids to fucking okay by the way garl's the goat okay because like honestly he carries everyone the two main characters are kind of like have no personality. Garl's your friend, right? With no powers? Or no? Garl's, yeah, 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 friend with no powers okay. who cooks for you and yeah. like yeah, has yeah. one eye. He's awesome though. He like he's the face of your party. He rallies everyone. So he doesn't turn into the bad guy? No. Good for he's him. the he's the dude. So Good anyways, for him. I thought he was We get to you. this point where we meet the big bad guy. And the guy you pick up, the alchemist, knows him. So I'm like, okay, interesting. Wonder what that's all about. Garl dies. Garl fucking dies, bro. Uh, and I kind of got choked up. I was like, I was not, I was not expecting. Yeah. I was like, dude, I hope he stays dead because I thought they might have pulled some candy bullshit where he comes back, but he does come back. And I was like, oh, fuck. But it's only temporarily. So there's this like, they build it up throughout the game where there's all these prophecies and they're just like saying nonsense to you. Yeah. And they're like, you'll know when it comes. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then he tells Garl, some dude tells Carl, like, uh, you know, when the time comes, ask for the uh, potion of borrowed time or something. And he asks for it when he's dying. And then this thing, like, lets him live long enough to, like, succeed his mission. And then he dies. 
So he gets you to the place where you can get to the bad guy, I guess. I don't know how to explain this. It's like really weird. Yeah. But essentially, you have to travel through the Sea of Stars. That's the oh, title of the game. They said it. All right. To get to where the bad guy is. And it's another world, another universe or something. Like a parallel thing or just completely uh, different? A different world. Okay, so it's not like you're fighting so your it's kind of crazy. bad so guys. You're doing all this stuff and then you open a wormhole in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, so my brain's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You go through this wormhole? It sounds like some Grandia BS where it's like oh, it's like yeah. pretty straightforward yeah. and then all of a sudden you're It was in a Grandia spaceship. Act 4, 100%. <laughs> like it just went zero to a thousand. Okay. All right. You're going through this wormhole, you're on a pirate ship and you're going through the wormhole and now you're in space and it's doing this thing and then the screen starts like bugging out and doing all this fucking weird shit and the game turns like 3D while you're like riding in the... What? I, but yeah, yeah. You're riding the ship. The game goes 3D on you. I'm like, what the... F-? My mind was blown at this point. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? And you get to this other world, it goes back to 2D. I was like, ah, what if they just made that a totally be, different game? Sick. So yeah. I was like, I was a little disappointed. But you're in this post-apocalyptic, dark, grim world and high tech it's like sci-fi now mm-hmm. so you're in this sci-fi place you're in this building and everyone's like what the fuck is this stuff and then the assassin you know the chick that i really liked yeah who's like she was a pirate and then she comes out and she's like the chick who's been creating these portals and stuff mm-hmm. she's like an assassin she has a bandana on the whole time so you can never see her face so she comes in she knows how to like do the computer or something and they're like what the fuck and she's like i'm sorry i had to get you to come here and she pulls down her bandana she's a cyborg (laughs) she traveled from this world to their (laughs) world because the big bad guys goes around all these worlds and fucks everything up yeah so I was like, what? The, my mind was like blown at this point. I was like, that's kind of well, crazy. Well, you kept texting me. And you're just like, yeah. dude, like what? Yeah. Well, it was just like this. It is, Grandia is a great example because it was so ridiculous. And yeah. just like big revelations just kept piling up. Yeah. So she's <laughs> like, yeah, I needed you guys to come save us. Our moon's in the ocean and our sun is dis- <laughs> disappeared by all these clouds or something. <laughs> it was wild. It's like a rockadoodle. Yeah. So... That was a big revelation. So now, and so because like I thought we like explored our whole world. So I was like, oh, I'm almost done. But then we go to this other world, and now we have a whole other world to explore. So that's like the last third of the game. So it's like you do that. I don't know. I thought it was pretty clever how they did it. A lot of revelations. So it stuck the landing then. Not quite because uh. we were doing all that stuff, and it's really interesting. And we save their world, and then we go to fight the big bad guy. Like we go to his palace, but we never get to fight him. Hmm. First of all, the alchemist guy we're with, who's like supposed to be on our side, gets a memory of like how he got his powers and it was from the big bad guy, but the big bad guy like stole it from someone else or enslaved someone to give him his powers. So he's like, oh man, my friend lied to me the whole time because they were like friends or something back in the day. So then he's like, I gotta go. And he just fucking leaves. Never comes back. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And then we go through his palace. We're beating all his generals. And then we beat the chick, the sun chick from the beginning. She mm-hmm. becomes his top general. And so we beat her. And that's it. That's the game. And then the two, the two, the guy and the girl just fly off. And they're like, we're gods now. And they just fly off. And we never fight the big bad guy. So it was like, what the fuck? It was really weird. Is it like setting it up for a... Like There's a definitely sequel? sequel. There has to be because it's like 
the end question mark. So there has to be a sequel. So I guess that's what it's sending it up. And I also did see that there's like, if you do all this bullshit and hundred percent it or something, you get like a secret, I guess the true ending. So maybe that's like what you have to do. So I don't know, which seems like, I don't know, but I will say, I thought it was going to be like super straightforward. Cause like all it was is like, Oh, there's this really bad guy. We got to collect these things. And yeah. Get to that. And then it kind of opened up and got kind of crazy. But it didn't pay off at the end. The end like didn't make a lot of sense, but I still am glad. You stuck with it. I stuck with it because that last third was really interesting. And yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit because I was just like, it was like, a, you know how I love the plot twists, man. Was, yeah. So let me ask you this then, like, because you're going to rate this, right? Yeah. Okay. So throughout your gameplay, like from like where we were talking last week about it, are you a higher rating than you were? Yes. So like, when we elaborate. were talking about it, yeah. I was mid silver. Okay. Like a 82, 83. Yeah. Just because I just think it was here. Here's one of my biggest gripes with the game. Like the gameplay is great. I think it's, it's intuitive. I think it's fun. It's a nice spin on like the turn-based system with reactionary elements, which keeps you engaged. I think that's big. Um, the combos are really cool. You can switch party members in and out, which I think is like so vital for turn-based games because one of my biggest pet peeves with turn-based games is I always like stick to one party. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, these are my boys and like, you know, these are the strongest combination. But the fact that I, like a Final Fantasy X where you can switch them in for a turn, now I'm using everyone and I like that. I like being able to use everyone. Um, so that's great. So it, it nails like the technical mechanical elements really well. Mm -hmm. um, the mechanics of the game are great. I think the story was like fine, pretty straightforward. But like then when you get to the crazy bullshit at the end, much like a Grandia where it's like, oh, I know where this is going. And then we go to the fucking moon. Right. Like, I guess some people don't like that. I like that. I just think it's cool. Like it's very creative and like, yeah. I was not expecting that. Mm. Was not ex like, and, and like when you think back, it's like, oh, of course this girl who can like, <laughs> summon portals is like from the future or something right yeah has a portal gun so it's cool like it's kind of foreshadowed or whatever so i thought that was good like the story was good i i am happy with the story for the most part um the music was good mm -hmm. but i don't think it was great and i and it's no knock on them but i think when you're talking about like these rpgs these classic rpgs like the bar set so high for the musical elements yeah. in the game, like just so many iconic tracks from, from these types of games that it's hard to like compete with the big dogs. I forget. Is it like a 16 bit yeah. track type thing? Like, so it's not like full orchestra. Or no, exactly. And it's like MIDI. Tune. And like, yeah, I don't think it's, yeah. I mean, it's not quite that, but there's elements of that, I guess, if that makes sense. Whereas like Octopath Traveler was like orchestra. Yeah. Which I preferred. And maybe that's a preference thing. But Octopath soundtrack is actually incredible. Mm -hmm. um, one of the best things about that game. And it's so vital. Like, you think about RPGs, like, I think the soundtrack really makes up for a lot of the other elements in the game. Like, some RPGs can be really grindy. But if you have a great battle track, right? it's like, kind of makes up for it because you're just, like, jamming out yeah. while you're grinding. So, anyways, the music was solid, I think, but not spectacular. Um, but the thing that really kind of gets me in this game is 
I noticed, you know how sometimes you're playing a game and you kind of can see behind the curtain a little bit and like notice the gameplay loop Mm -hmm. and kind of just, it's very repetitive in a way and you can just see how it's structured. I don't think that's always a bad thing. Like in Hades, for example, like it's very obvious what the loop is, but they do it to perfection and that's like the point of the game, right? Yeah, but they still tweak things as you're doing it where it's like, yeah, you know what the loop is, you see behind it, but they we see in. you seeing behind yeah. it, and this is how we're going to yeah. change it for you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Like sometimes I was expecting this boss here, and he's like gone. Yep. Or yeah, yeah. So this one's like, you know, you can kind of see it. Like the the formula for this game is you go to an island, mm-hmm. you there's multiple points of interest that you walk through, usually in a linear fashion, and then you go to the zone, fight monsters, couple puzzles get exposition dump, repeat. And that's pretty much it. Um, offset by some fishing zones sometimes. So you go fishing Ooh, and I then... Like fishing. Uh, fishing is like fine. Yeah. Um, although it's like a collect-a-thon, so I kind of like that. Um, yeah. yeah. Get all the fish. Yeah, yeah, get all the fish. Kind of like Day of the Diver. Well, all right. um, and then there's like towns and stuff. So it's like, I don't know. I felt like... That was kind of a knock for me where it's just like, okay, there's not, and I don't know what you would put in there to like really spice it up, but something, it just seemed really, it was, it was, it was kind of formulaic in that regard a little bit, I think, which isn't a huge knock on it. Like, I don't think that's like every game, every RPG, every game is going to be formulaic to a certain extent, but I just thought maybe just for me personally, I saw it too much, you know, how it was structured. So, yeah. Um, which kind of took me out of it a little bit. Because it's like, oh, okay, here's another island. Here, you know, we're going to go through this. I will yeah, say... But, but like Final Fantasy was kind of like that too, though. I know. Where it's like, okay, go here. You know that you're going to have to do this, 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 and then you fight the big boss, and then you but go But I the think next Final tower, Fantasy is engaged... Like, the story was engaging to me. Okay. Which I makes mean, up yeah, for sure, it. Fair enough. So that's like... But like I said, like, when we were going through space, I'm like, okay, I'm in. And I was going to finish it. Yeah, I, I guess... Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you would get so, around that. I guess Mass Effect does that a little bit better, too. Yeah. Where like each location is like, it's not a cut and dry. You have a big boss to beat. It's Yeah, but to Mass Effect, like, the dialogue's interesting. Like, yeah. to me, I always wanted to be done with the mission, go back to the ship. Let's see what the ramifications are. Let's see what everyone thinks. Like, that's, that's the best part yeah. from to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it might not be apples to apples, but continue. I Sorry, yeah. No, I, I was just saying, I mean, that's that's pretty much my overall thoughts. I think... So I like also it was think mid, mid-silver. It was Midsilver, and I, I want to just add, like, you know, some of the RPG elements, too. Like, there's no skill trees or anything. Like, you kind of, like, learn your skills and you pick them up throughout the game. Each character gets, like, five or so. Well, each character gets four, and then you get your combo attacks, which are super cool, and then your ultimates. Mm. Every character gets one ultimate, and, like, the ultimates are pretty sick. But I think it, it's, it suffers from, like, kind of a Final Fantasy sixteen thing where it's, like, Oh, I found a new sword. It's just straight up better. I just equip it. And it's like, there's not a lot of variety there, right? Mm-hmm. And the equipment's like, there's not a ton of equipment. Like, you get two ring spots, but like, there's not, I found like, it was pretty obvious what the optimal <laughs> setup right, was. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think that's the slight knock too. Anyways, overall, again, I want to reiterate that I understand why people rate it so highly, but I do stick with what I said originally in terms of like, if I played Chrono Trigger as a kid or Mario RPG, I think I would be where they're at in like a high gold or a solid gold. But just for me personally, I thought their 
were just not enough things to really grab me to get to that gold. So I had it at an 85, very high silver, top silver. Okay. So that's where I landed. That's as high as silver as you can get before exactly. going into gold. So you think that it's like Which right is what I put, there, just not, yes. doesn't cross in that gold territory. Yeah, I, don't, I just think it, I don't know, it, it's hard for me to describe too, which is not a great, a great defense of my score, but it's just like, it's to me, a gold needs to really hit you yeah. in a certain way where you're like, to me, I should just know it's a gold. Mm-hmm. I should just know it, you know, and I, and like I was trying to convince myself it was a gold because other people had it up there, and I'm like, if I'm trying to convince myself into it, it I, it's not there for me, and I think that's okay. Yeah, you're trying to meet where other people are, and yeah. exactly like, and I and I compare it to Octopath. I gave Octopath an 85 as well because I thought Octopath was just the same kind of thing where it's like does some things incredibly, but other things are lacking where it's not going to get that gold. Yeah, and it's not an RPG thing because like final like to your point like Final Fantasy stuck with you. Like that that had an impact yeah. on you, which yeah. is where And that's again, it's like bias, it's personal, but like that's my honest opinion that's of it. That's your review. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly, sure. exactly. So having it in 85, I think it just misses gold for me. Solid game overall. Like I you know, the studio I was kind of reading about those guys and like they put in a lot of work, and I respect what they're doing. And it's they an were incredible so game. scared whenever Baldur's Gate came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. I mean, good on them for the yeah. success. But dude, if you played Chrono Trigger, if you played Mario RPG, man, you're gonna fucking love this game. Because yeah. every review I watched, those are the two games they mentioned. It's like a love letter to them, but it innovates on it too. It's just a solid experience, I think. I mean, RPG Maker, or not RPG Maker, uh, our, uh, Mario RPG is coming out. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that So that was, goes. I guess, yeah, that's yeah. the game. <laughs> this right, is kind of yeah. based off of a little bit. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was a little okay. long-winded. I apologize. No, I mean, that's that's good. Like, I, I'm glad that it, it was everything you thought, and then it, it had a little surprise at the end for you. No, I like, I really like, you know, my favorite movie of all time is The Departed. And it has that element of just shock factor. Yep. But not shock for shock's sake. Like, I never saw this coming, yeah, but, but it's this very, is cool. It's, it's needed in that story. Exactly. Like, yeah. the elevator, I will never forget watching the part of the first time, the elevator opens, bang. My mouse on the floor. Yep. And then he's no like, dialogue, you're with me. It's no just me. It's yep. me and you now, buddy. Bang. <laughs> two. Yep. Two in a row. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I just love this plot twist. Love you. You just, they hit you over the head with a mallet. Yeah. I love it. So that kind of had that same vibe. I wish you went to that world and it was like 3D and it was like a kind of different, like a 3D. There, there are a couple like games crazy. that do that. That's pretty cool. That That's yeah. like a really interesting concept to me. Yeah. There's, I forget what it's called, but there was a game where it started out and it was like very, very like eight pixel then 16 and 32. Yeah. And eventually it went to like 3D. That's cool. Yeah. I think that was neat. It I was very, what game that is. it was, a, it was kind of a mind fuck. Yeah. Not all the way. Cause it went back to the original style, but I do like how, it was very like, oh, this is <laughs> this is a different universe. Yeah, gets like the scale of it gets pretty epic. That's super cool. The final battle is like a Galaga style thing. Yeah, you I mean it's got to be. It's an RPG, right? So yeah. like, you have to be yeah. like very. You're fighting like all these gods, and you're you're in space, and you're just shooting like Galaga. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, eighty five. Okay. All right. Solid game. All the props to the studio. Um, 
they did a great job with it. Now, see, I feel like I'm going to be too hot on this. I'm not going to like rehash everything I, I talked about with uh, Shadow Gambit, but I wanted to like get that rating out officially too. Yeah. Where sure. if you actually go on there now, it's going to be a 90. I'm actually bringing that back down a little bit. A little okay. Because I think I'm so excited for this game that I think I'm inflating it probably more than I should. And I'm trying to take a very critical eye on on it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so the way I, I judged it is, again, based off of the genre. And they kind of do their own thing. Like there are other like top-down stealth genres, but like these guys are like, I would consider the masters because like Shadow Tax is really good. Desperado is really good. This is like their third game within like this type of gameplay. And it's better than both of those. So it's like, cool. Like it actually makes me want to go back and play the other ones, but I have a feeling that like, I'm not going to enjoy it as much because I love the characters so much. I love the setting. I love, I mean, yeah, like pirates, but the, so playing in, like you said, where it's like you play a game and you're just like, okay, this is just gold, right? Yeah. So automatically like baseline, it's like an 86 for me. Right. So it's like, okay, I, I love this game. I keep thinking about it whenever I stop playing it. Like I'm going to play other games. Like it's like, Oh, Hey, you want to play like Diablo or whatever? Yeah, I'll play Diablo back on mine. I'm like, man, I really want to play some shadow game, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things. So then it's like, okay. I, and I keep moving up where like, man, the, the different puzzles, the aha moments of like, well, if I use this character to do this and this and this and this, and then you pause the game and you tell them to do everything and you hit enter and just watch them all do everything. And it's like perfect. And you like murder a bunch of guards and then it like, they disappear. And I'm just like, man, that's, it's pretty good. Um, I think that's all really good. I think the story's actually interesting. Like I thought I was going to just blow through the story and like I just like to get to the the game, right? Mm. But like the story is really really good. And all the characters, it's it's very much Mass Effect in it like after each mission, you can go and you can talk to certain people. Not all the time everybody, but it's like certain dialogue options open up or you you can do like another <clears throat> chapter of a different crew tale and stuff. Yeah. And they're they're dumb. It has not like I was talking to you about like the sushi fish and the fish becoming a ninja. And now I'm talking to skeletons. I think I was telling you last night where it's like skeletons are very, very depressed and it's because they don't speak well. So now I'm teaching them poetry and to, to make them like happy and stuff. Right. Dumb. But like all the characters have all their little quirks. And like uh, when you start actually looking at the characters, like the, the canoness uh, loves cannons, obviously straps can to her back. But when you're actually looking at a character, she has a giant hole in her stomach that you just don't notice until she like turns to a certain way. But like, that's how she died. So she just has a giant hole in her stomach. And like, you, you know, uh, your main character just has a sword through her chest and that's how she stays in this reality. And if you take it out, like she like starts shimmering or whatever. And that's how you do her powers. But she has to put it back in her chest before she like evaporates from this plane of existence. Like, yeah. but you don't know that initially it's like through conversation and through dialogue and stuff. You just learn like, where were you beforehand? Why are you supernatural now? And and they're just, they're so good. Like just all the voice acting, everything is so great. It reminds me of Pyre in a way. Very much. Yeah. Yep. Where it's like, and that's another one where you like play the gameplay. It's so fun yep. that you're like, oh, I'm just going to blow through the story. But then you start talking to your crew. Yeah. 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 That and very, and very much Pyre's gives me Pyre vibes. Very, it, it's weird because Pyre is very serious. And this game is serious and everyone is like being very very serious about it but everyone's dead like it's just a dead like you're everyone's <laughs> yeah. like ghosts and ghouls and right, whatever right uh so it's like no one's like they're always joking 
about like, oh, I'm, I'm dead or whatever. It's just a bit like, it's such a weird thing where they can be uh, very serious and take themselves seriously, but also joke about it and it just works and fits. And I'm going through all the motions and doing everything. I'm like, okay, I think I'm coming to the end. There's a twist and then it's just like, oh my gosh. And then it opens up like two whole new islands. Like there's 10 maps in total, which I don't know if I said that last week. But now I unlock this thing where it's like, there's this like mirror in the captain's quarters and every crewmate has like this series of missions that you go on and it basically is like the uh, like the loyalty mission from Mass Effect. So it's like, okay, I really like this person. You go to the mirror and um, I, I use this, uh, like it's like this, the blind sniper and she's like going through this whole thing where like she used to be part of this like church and then they got kind of weird and betrayed her, did these things. Now she's trying to like cleanse her soul of like, guilt and different things like that but you go through these three missions and it's like the same board and it's the same layout of enemies that you've already kind of like solved the puzzle for so the game forces you to use different characters which then kind of changes how you have to solve the game so it's it's somewhat fresh in that regard um but man it's like the just the background of stuff is like cool and it's like man i just I want to keep doing it. So anyway, uh, I think total I'm giving an 88. So originally it was a 90. I dropped it two points because as I'm going through it, I'm like, okay, there's a lot here and a lot of characters and all the characters have like three maps to each character. And there's like, I think eight characters, but there's only 10 boards. So it's like there's 24 possible missions over 10 boards and that's just that but then you also have the campaign that i'm still finishing and you have to get like two items per so it's like you're playing the 10 boards a lot and now Mm. there's a daytime map and a nighttime map and that changes things and i haven't run into any like boredom yet or like uh okay i'm just going through motions because i already solved this like it's been fresh every time i just don't know how much that will last so it's like it's right there. I wish there was just more. And let and you know what? To be fair, maybe I can progress the campaign and now there's a whole new set of maps. I don't think so. I think there's just 10, but you never know. Right. Um, but overall, man, it is a a top tier in that genre. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll give, I'll give it an 88. No, it sounds, dude, the way you describe it, it sounds like a super fun time, especially for you. Like it, it checks a lot of your boxes and... Like all of your boxes, stealth, indie game. The only thing it doesn't have is collectibles. Collectibles, yeah. Like it's like, I guess the collectible point of it is after you beat the campaign. Yeah. Now you go back to the maps and it'll give you like, here's 15 special achievements you have to do. Like, don't alert anybody, only use a coin, kill this one guy only who's like in a secured bunker or whatever. Good luck. And then trying to do that and get getting each of the achievements for every map yeah something i will probably try to do that's awesome yeah no i'm i'm really glad you had a good experience and i like yeah and this is something you know i think we've both been thinking about this year it's like how much does our personal preference play into the fact that we're rating games and how objective can we be and i think i think there's a mix of it like there's gonna be a portion of you that's like i just really enjoyed this experience and it's gonna inflate your score um, but I think we could do a good job of like being 
fair about the criticisms and stuff. And like, I keep going back to Final Fantasy 16, but I think it's a really good example just for me personally, where it's like, I mean, Jeff was here for that review and you two were like, had a lot of problems with it, which I agreed. Like I recognize the same problems, but for me, it didn't inhibit my experience as much as you guys, you know, it did for you guys. Like I still thoroughly enjoyed the game and like, I guess I forgave it for those things. Like my philosophy is like, I'd rather a game shoots for the moon and like comes up short in some areas, but like kills other areas than just like consistent solid across the board, but never gets to like a, a like big. plays it safe. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah. So I, I, don't and know. I don't know if I always like, to be fair, like, and that's just my personal opinion. Like, I don't know if I always agree with that. Right. Like sometimes it's like, if it's, like a safe game, but just does everything solid and yeah. fine. It's like sometimes you need that too. No, I, like, I yeah. look, that's a totally valid, and I understand why people love that. I'm just saying that's my personal kind of. Yeah. I've just noticed that when I, you know, like I rank a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so it's right. like you learn a lot about yourself when you start ranking things and critically thinking, like, oh, what do I like? And then you take a step back and it's like, you start noticing these patterns where it's like, oh, these shows that I rank really high have some glaring problems, mm-hmm. but they have really high highs. So it's like, and that kind of has been a pattern I've recognized across the board on like a lot of my favorite things. I mean, they hit something that you like. I mean, like it's a perfect example where like Sea of Stars, I think it was at an 89, like critically. It's like an 88. Like yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, then maybe you, 89, you yeah. do like an Super 85 high. and you drop it three, four points or whatever. Yeah. And mine is almost opposite where like I think Shadow Game, it's around an 85 critic, like last time I checked. Yeah. But it's just like that game, I connected with me. Right. So I'm going to bump it up you yep. know, a little bit and stuff. And yep. it's just that's how, that, that's how it works. Yeah. And that's the beauty of like, that's why you watch multiple reviews theoretically where it's like people have different takes and that's the beauty of it, right? Like if everyone had the same take... Right, be really boring. Yeah. Well, eventually, someone is, it's like, oh, okay, if I'm going to listen to Tyler, it's because I like collectathons and roguelites yeah. and indie games and, and stealth and pirates. You know, like uh, cool. Like, or it's I don't like that stuff, and let's right. hear why sure. someone really likes yeah. that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So, yeah, and I think we balance each other out too. When it is a game we both play, I think we get to like a really good point. Like, I look at our scores, which you can check out on Couchco.games. And I just think, I think we, yeah, I think we get to a really good point where it makes a lot of sense to me. Our combined score. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. I'm glad you like it, dude. That's a great. Well, likewise. I mean, yeah, I, I, I will finish it this weekend and then I'm hoping, I don't know, man. I guess it's either Cocoon or, Cocoon you could beat in five hours, so I might even just knock that Damn, out in, like up. tomorrow. But yeah. I think. I think Assassin's Creed's gonna be. It's fifteen bucks. Like I gotta just knock that Is out. There a, do we finish payday at some point? Knock yeah, I mean we could we could do that when Maybe whenever some, you're free we can just day. finish that. Yeah, because that would, that would take us a couple hours. Yeah, we should. Rank that could that be like too. a weekday, yeah. and then we just beat it, and then we rank it. Let's do that. So that's all I had, man. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cool. All right, well, if you made it this far, we appreciate it. Uh, check us out. Couchcompany.games. I messed it up earlier. But what did you say earlier? Couchco.games. Oh, yeah. It's Couchcompany. And I agreed with you. See, I'm always your hype man. Couchcompany.games. Uh, we have our reviews on there. Totally revamped. Shout out to Tyler. 
Um, top fives are on there. Our podcast, obviously. <laughs> so check us out on there. And yeah, we're going to be here. Same time, same place next week. Thanks for joining us on the couch. Peace.